0: Uh, it's been it a out? week. Oh, it has it's, been a week. It's been a it's what been the a week. Fuck? Why is your what is happening?
1: Am I too quiet? Am I too no. loud? What's up?
0: No, it's, it's like the, the 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 levels look so high. I don't get it. I, I have you on like negative. I keep bringing it up, and, they, and do like and like the levels keep... further away from the no, mic. No, I don't know what's happening. How about how about here? Is this better for you? For you know what's weird is that to 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 me your to me your your audio hasn't changed at all. But in inside, like for whatever reason, audacity the, the levels keep going up, and I keep dropping them on voice meter, and the uh, the audacity levels are somehow compensate. The, the, every time I drop them on voice meter, audacity is like, "Oh yeah, no problem, I got you." You you want to be a little bit louder again, though, right? I don't get it. What's happening? All right. But I mean it looks goodish, I guess. I don't well, know. Well,
1: it's it's a good thing this isn't a podcast about audio engineering, right?
0: I know. Neither of us are audio right? engineers, but we've I've struggled with it for uh, 200 episodes. Whenever I encounter a problem such as this, I Google it, but I, I think that it looks good, I guess. I don't know.
1: You ever you ever think about learning video like some video production?
0: Right. Um friend of the show Ryan Galway. Thank you Ryan Galway and bumper. I guess we're in the we're in the podcast at some point um linked uh, a unity rpg building uh course for $11 that's a good price i i i did i think from i forget if it was udemy or something else there's a little while where all the podcasts were saying um here's a uh what is the um web design i can't think of C- like css and
1: html html no really C- yeah html and
0: point. css well you, don't you have to use html and then you use css have css elements
1: i guess a little bit and, and then there's java elements i don't really know
0: well there's... there was a while where there was a course that was being broadly recommended i mean advert through advertisement but uh broadly recommended through tons of different podcasts and i bit the bullet and got that course and i made a website for uh the band dirty loops just like a small website and um it was a really fun process, and I enjoyed coding. Uh, and then now I've just forgotten all of that. But after that, yeah. I, it kind of like it kind of ended too early. I felt like, and I didn't give me like I wanted to go a little bit further. Like I wanted to to be like, well, where's the next course? Like I should have been jumping to the next course and like using that information. And I I didn't do anything with it. And if you don't use it, you lose it. Everyone knows.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you're still uh, a young and handsome young lad with rippling muscles. I'm so getting, like,
0: I'm getting silver hair.
1: Uh, mine is already like I have like my beard is like starting to gray. My my even my chest hair is starting to gray. Everything's Everything. Oh, really? Graying. That happens. Um, I didn't even think. Yeah. I,
0: I've never even thought of that. But I guess yes, it does happen, right?
1: Uh, but you know, you still have time to learn these new skills. God Do You ever think is. about you know if if you got it? Are you still having audio issues? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're like maxing out again i had to I'm, I'm worried if i should just back up from my i microphone. don't understand what is why is it's not that i don't I even get turn it down my game? or turn down your gain yeah maybe that... i turned down my gain. okay so you're you look good now i
1: didn't even turn it i didn't even do anything what the fuck is going on is it, i feel i feel like there's am a am ghost in loud? there is do a I ghost I in my stereo mix i don't even understand it what if I talk like this? Is like, what if I talk with like a really? I, I think you were term? fine
0: before. I don't know what happened. I don't understand. But what were you saying? What were you saying? I feel like you were saying about you, your white hair on the chest.
1: Well, the other thing I was saying is, I feel like white tip. You know, we're still young enough to learn some new skills if we really wanted to. And I feel like if you learned video production, you could just go work at like Giant Bomb, right? You got all. You got a journalism degree. You got 260 episodes of podcasting.
0: Yeah, I need to know how to lie better on uh, I I. I, You know what they really should do is teach you like professional lying on resumes. Oh, I
1: can teach you that.
0: Yeah. Like, how do you you got to say like you can't say you have a journalism degree. You have to have like a like have done some crazy like you have the you've been knighted by the queen for skills in high journalism. uh, And you have to tell them that you wrote the book The Jungle by Uptonson's Claire which is actually your pen name. And don't be worried about having ri- written it well before my um, legal birth date because my legal birth date is a cover up for the fact that I have been alive for eons now, learning and always growing. And because I've, you know, I've, I, I keep all that information uh i'm a fantastic hire i have i i've i've known humankind since the birth of the race i watched them crawl out of the primordial ooze
1: you know you could all i mean that is true but you know there are also internships we we actually do they hired... pay though i feel like a lot of oh those yeah don't pay. no they they all pay because they are legally required to pay wow and my company uh only really hires like juniors at the intern level and then we upgrade them to uh hires like all all of our currently new analysts are um
0: are people who were
1: interns at the start i'm sent they all call me senpai you know they
0: all call you senpai and you call them kohai
1: yeah yeah um so you know what is the deal with games it's a it's a crazy time to be uh in in the video game work you know we are we're professional uh, video game uh, industry folks, right? We're, prof- That's we're,
0: we're I like to think of ourselves as professional junglers in the in we're, the world of video games. We're in the we're in the shit. We're trying to we're enthusiasts. We're we're digging and scraping.
1: Uh, we've got our, our silver claws that we're just scraping through and and finding the best video game content to discuss on on the air with the listeners with the viewers who are watching the video feed. So, you know, it's wild. So let's talk, let's get into it. What's going on, Ryan?
0: Oh, man. Um, A lot in the world of video games this week.
1: You know, let's talk about the hottest video game. I see everyone talking about this game, Loop Hero.
0: I guess so. That's a, what a good way to, what a good way to start off. Um, There's a
1: lot of people talking about this one. I see streamer, I see the League of Legends players, you know, they're playing this one while they're in queue. Uh, you got Co-Carnage, you got all those roguelite streamers playing this one, Northern Lion, everyone's on this loop hero. So, what is this game? What's the deal with this? Have you heard of this? Have you seen this?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, um, Yeah, I have, because you bought it for me. Thank you very much. Uh, why? I still don't understand why the levels are insane. I feel like they're. I cannot control these levels. Um, but uh, uh, loop hero is a retro pixely themed and it's gorgeous pixel art it's actually like some of the best pixel art I've ever seen used in a game it's not like uh I don't actually have much of a fondness for pixel art I uh didn't really I never owned a uh a NES or a SNES so uh I my first console was an N64 um and because of it I don't I guess I just don't have nostalgia for for uh pixely art uh there's games that i like that are pixel art um that do it well like uh Hyperlight drifter but i usually don't like that aesthetic and i think this is one of the best uh uses of pixel art but um i actually want to start with the uh setup for the game which they use to great effect uh the world is being forgotten is being kind of obliviated by uh this Ooh, sort, this like sort of word the, I mean, at least you, you you see the skeletal mage that is... Um, a lich. A if, lich. Yeah, a lich. That is, that is destroying the world and not destroying the world insofar as, like, raising towns, but insofar as, like, erasing memory and, like, blackening the world and there's no um, stars in the sky or anything and uh, people are forgetting uh, things that he's, he's destroying things and it's being forgotten. Um, so... You're playing as the Loop Hero, um, where uh, every day you basically start with a uh, blank slate. Kind of, it's a path. What, uh, what really it is is like a path that this character character just
1: walks in a circle, like in a circular path, almost like a a monopoly board or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's a good. So you're
1: so you're following this path and. there are some as it starts out, you know there are just like a few slimes, but as you kill slimes, uh, you're finding these tiles, you're finding meadows and mountains and cemeteries and then you're placing these tiles on the path or off to the side of the path. and as you do, it's changing uh, your character's stats, it's changing the types of monsters that you'll run into. Uh, and as the game progresses, you're trying to fill out this board um, as best as you can. So you're you're also kind of since you're putting down the tiles, you're kind of balancing the amount of challenge that you're going to get and the resources that you're going to find out in the world.
0: Yeah, it's to go to that like Monopoly kind of uh, metaphor uh, or parallel. Um, it would be like starting out with a blank board game, and every time you're like you're you're kind of Drawing cards or or places the spaces that you could put down, and you're deciding where you want to put those spaces. Um, every run you start blank, and then you're just you're putting down what will the spaces actually do. Um, and like you said, you 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 are really like varying your difficulty. You want to have you need enemies along the way because you need to uh, get experience for this this RPG character, and you need to get uh, gear for the RPG character. There's different classes. They kind oh, of. Oh, I didn't
1: find any classes yet. I think that's something you get a little bit
0: down the line. Oh yeah, um, and they are really cool, but uh, they they have different kind of like gear drops for them, um, and so you're trying to balance all these things. I I feel like I would kind of say that one of the things that it's a very very addicting game, and I, I think that it's almost clickery. Um, it to me it really reminds me of like a clicker because every run you're starting out kind of with things moving slow. Like your you're, uh, your character is fighting through these slimes. It always starts with slimes and uh, the fights are a little bit slow and your your gear is all bad. You, you, you don't even have all your slots like filled and it's all like this level one kind of crappy gear. And then as you're filling up the board and increasing the challenges, it starts to move quicker and it's more like intense the 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 bat like you you end up fighting these like much larger battles and you're uh kind of like on the fly managing like oh i gotta like especially if you're not just like constantly slowing because you can slow things down or have things go it's also important to say that you never actually fight uh your character just does everything like you your only thing to do is to place down tiles and to switch um your character's gear but your character like you don't control combat your character just does go. So so. there's an element of, like, increasing the character's gear, getting bigger numbers, uh, being more sustainable in combat, and just being kind of, like, kind of uh, watching this, this like, cre- like, almost engine generation. Or, like, it's, like, you're building, like, multiple tableaus. You're building a tableau for the world and the enemies you fight. You're building a tableau kind of for what your character will fight like uh there's the the gear has different stats and you can kind of synergize that with having a lot of vampirism which is like a lifesteal steal or tons of evasion and there's even and then as you level up you get talents that that you can kind of also synergize with so you can a generic kind of thing you could do is like put a ton of evasion on your gear and then have a talent that is whenever you evade there's a 10% chance to counterattack
1: yeah so yeah, you mentioned the art. Uh, it, it doesn't look like an old game, though. There's some like it does. It, it looks like a game that has been like informed by art that has come past it. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, it, it is like super a- aesthetically cool. Like the actual like. Um, and then there is like this whole other like there are like NPCs that you meet back in town because the other part of this game is that there is, like, this meta re- thing going on of as you are placing down tiles, uh, you're getting resources. So as you place down mountains, uh, you're getting stone. And then at the end of the runs, um, you are bringing these resources back to a camp, and you're using it to build up uh, new new buildings and new, you know, like, you could get, like, a farm, a smithy. Uh, herbalists that are essentially just giving you more power for the next run so in that way it's not a traditional roguelike it's it's a roguelite because you know you're getting this meta progression carryover
0: yeah, it's hard to there, there's there's something really special about the game it's it's kind of hard to um initially explain it um just how kind of addicting it is and how much more like one more run it is uh I just I really like it and it, and it, it I, I'm waiting to see the other kind of wrinkles that it throws into that roguelike formula like um like now like as it gets you know the more that you do this meta progression, you also unlock uh, access to more cards that would be like filling up the spaces so there is also this deck building element um, before you start a run where you're getting to choose which tiles you want um something like, you can't have less than six, or and you can't have more than twelve. I believe or it might be seven or something like that.
1: Yeah, and and there are also things like uh, there are certain tiles specifically for
0: resources,
1: and there are certain tiles that create monsters, and and your deck has to have like the right numbers for all of these things.
0: Yeah, um, um, I I, so- I like, and here's like an example of how that works. Also, is like there's a swamp where. Um, if you're standing on that tile and you get into a fight, then any healing effects are negative, are painful. They use the word lethal, which is a terrible word because it made me think that if you have like lifesteal, that the damage would kill you like lethal, like harmful is like lifesteal effects are like healing effects are harmful is a better terminology anyway. Um, and there is another uh, card called, uh, like, the uh, Vampire Mansion or something like that. And you can place that on the side. And the way the Vampire Mansion works is that it, it is a, um, like, 3x3 three three grid that uh, whenever you get into a fight on the 3x3 the three three grid that it's touching, um, you'll also encounter a vampire. Um, and vampires uh, have, like, uh, bait, have lifesteal. So you can put them, you can combo it with a vampire mansion and then a swamp. And then when you get into the fight on the swamp, there'll be a vampire, and the vampire will hurt itself every time it attacks in combat. So there's so there's, there's some of that, but it's very basic. Like, there's, I don't really have that many choices right now, and I'm only now starting to get more choices.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I think you're actually a little bit further than I I'm am. I'm eight hours in. That's a lot. But the game does... I mean, it is also something that, that could be... Uh, passive if you if you want it to be right
0: yeah Um, i'm yeah
1: you're kind of just like mini managing it and then just like doing something else on the side i've been having this on while i watch uh like league of legends and valorant and stuff like that and it's, it's really good for that kind of thing
0: it does get to the point like um uh, one of the big first elements... I beat the first boss, and one of the big first elements that you're being... Like, the first hurdle that you're meant to overcome is that once you put enough tiles on the board, you summon uh, the Lich, and you have to fight the Lich, and it's a really, really hard fight. It um, can be made easier by finding out something about the Lich. Um, but you uh, have to overcome this really hard fight, and they, it, it for I feel like it was just making me think about how much video games have taught me to game systems that it's like something that it almost doesn't cross my mind how rapidly someone who plays video games can abuse, uh, systems. I remember it was I've always, I read something, uh, everything bad is good for you or something like that. And they were, and yeah. one of the big takeaways from the book is that, uh, video gamers have this constant sort of like, like they define rules in their head and then they, uh, figure out ways to like circumvent rules. Cause that's the whole thing that the video games is constantly like hammering at you is like, here are the pieces to the puzzle. How do you solve it? Kind of. And also how to like game systems. And one of the first things I just immediately thought is like, oh, if there's a bar for how you summon this creature, can you just let it go and just keep like running extra, like set everything up the way you want, get to a point where Um, you have enough like lifesteal or regen or everything that, that you can easily survive the, uh, and, and you get healing also through, uh, there's just like daytime meter, um, this day meter that, that fills up. And at the beginning of the next day, you get, uh, healing based on the amount of these like meadows that you have down. So could you set it up to just run itself and just continually loop without, uh, uh, being in in harm ever and then i also have maybe enough health to fight the lich at the end and the answer is yes so what i would just do for the last couple of runs is get everything set up well enough that i know that i can have the hero do the entire loop without taking any damage and uh then just keep letting it go just let it constantly run itself and not put down the final tile wait for like five or six runs after when i could have summoned the boss to summon the boss
1: hmm and that's worked. I, I wonder if that will continue to work.
0: It has worked. There's been no punishment for that. It, like, there's just the um, the only rule is is uh, how many tiles you place down.
1: Okay. Uh, and yeah, it is it is somewhat passive, but there is definitely some thinking involved on on where certain tiles are placed. Um, so, for example, there's like a spider lair, and it spawns a spider on an adjacent tile each day, and the spiders are pretty good to kill. Um, but the problem is that if you put it next to one tile uh, and, and you don't wrap it in several tiles, then you're going to get like one tile that like, stot, like accrues a, a massive amount of spiders, um, which can be pretty dangerous. So what you would want to do is you would want to put it in an area where it's touching like five tiles so that the spiders are getting spread out and so that it's actually uh, a safer setup. So it is it is definitely like a, like, there are passive elements to the game, but it's definitely not something that you can, uh, th- that you don't have to think about. Like, like, there is still, I would say, like, gameplay, there is challenging, and it is, there is some thought to it, but it is also, like, pretty relaxing, pretty chill. Um, I, I like it. I think that it's, um,
0: pretty unique. It really is. Uh, I, I think that the, the writing is pretty good, and a really standout kind of moment to me is that, you're trying to, you know, fight to save this world and, uh, like, remember all these these things about this world and uh, when you place down, like, uh, two villages, this thing happens where bandits take over one of the villages and there's a bit of dialogue about how uh, when he fights the bandits, he's like, uh, I guess I'm, like, I'm saving these memories and, like, trying to re-piece the world together from nothing and... I guess it's. I should be happy that like I like there's villages and now because there's villages, they're in so creating these villages. You create bandits that want to raid the villages, and he's like, I guess that's a positive thing that the that like negative things are coming back. It's kind of an interesting thought. Like that's kind of at the heart of the game is that uh, you're having to remember the good and the bad, kind of like he's yeah. having to remember you like to remember. Um, good things uh, he's having to that, that's going to help him fight uh, this, this this lich this like great evil. He has to remember spiders and wolves and vampires and like things that are that are out to kill him so that he can get stronger and like train. You know.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's also a pretty a pretty cheap game. Um, I'm excited to see. Like, I I wonder if the developer uh, was expecting this. Um, it was an early access game. I don't know how popular it was. in early access. It is a, It's
0: Devolver published, though, right?
1: It is Devolver published. This um, developer has only made, I, I think, uh, like maybe one or two other games. So they're pretty. They're, they're still pretty new. So it'll it'll be interesting, I, I guess, just to see, uh, you know, where this takes them or or how they find their success. So what else have you been playing?
0: Um, I've been playing uh, Curse of the Dead Gods. Oh,
1: another roguelite. I,
0: oh man, I've right? only, yeah. I I have been playing so many roguelites. Uh I there was a there was a booming of them recently. Um Curse of the uh Dead Gods. Is it it's Dead Gods, right? I always forget. I want to say Old Gods. Yeah. I want to say Old Gods. Like thanks Curse of the Dead Gods. Um is on Steam. It's another cheaper uh game uh and it, it's very it's much more traditional um in its roguelitedness. Uh, It has a phenomenal art style. It's 3D, but uh, it's 3D isometric, um, going from room to room uh, with uh, pretty good, with, like, really intentional and good combat. It has, like, some of the best uh, combat I've seen from a roguelike on the level of, like, a Dead Cells, where... How
1: does this compare to, like, a Hades? uh, I...
0: It's so hard to say. I mean, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot in relation to this game. This game scored extremely well. Like, uh, like I, 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 didn't even look at uh, how well it scored across the board when I had initially bought it. Uh, but it's like this is like a nine on IGN for whatever that for whatever that's worth. Uh, it it has got a phenomenal art style, like incredible. I I think it's amazing uh, that re- that combines like a it looks like a 3d darkest dungeon but in a um, mayan temple so it has a lot of that uh mayan temple kind of imagery and the enemies are like what you might see from typical rpg stuff that takes place in mayan temples giant snakes and uh zombies like rotting zombies that are wearing like these ancient mayan kind of garb um and a lot of uh pitfalls and like traps and stuff uh but I don't know how—it's how, it, been difficult, honestly, to think of how it compares to Hades. I would say that it's a higher focus on the just the combat um, and getting better with the combat and enjoying the overall aesthetic of the game. Uh, I, th- I think where Hades, you know, shines and, and where, where uh, I don't think Curse of the Dead Gods— is kind of up to par and where i i like to see roguelites go in general is just the const is like tons of choices and tons of synergy like hades has so much going on that makes an individual run special and unique um from the uh which gods are allowed to give you boons like you get kind of like locked in i think it's like three gods or so that that um that can give you boons per run and then once you've seen all three of them like there you can't get uh, different god boons and then the there's tons of synergies within those gods kind of what bonuses and perks they could give you and then you have cool stuff like uh the the hammer uh completely changes the way your weapons work and then there's just like Hades oh yeah yeah. Hades is kind of impressive in the way that uh you can be playing it for like 20-30 hours and they they really like it's amazing how often just they they introduce one new thing on every run that's just like oh my god i didn't think i could see a new element of this game and yet here it is and with curse of the dead gods um it doesn't happen quite that way but there's still something that's so addictive about the actual moment to moment i would say that it is a maybe a tighter better combat um than than Hades interesting but less fun on that like theory crafting end like there's something like the combat is like there is a the the weapons have like a very good feel to them and uh you have a dodge and a parry and you every time you like are swinging swords or parrying or or actually not parrying but dodging um you use up these like action points you have like you have five at once and then you have to uh stop moving you have to you can move but you have to stop doing anything to start regenerating them um so what ends up happening a lot if you're playing sloppy is that you're you know just swinging wildly you you lose a bunch of your action points and then the enemies swing uh like to to attack and they have this like very very short like half a second wind up that you can pair you can cancel animations with a parry but you can't cancel animations with a dodge so The easier thing to do is dodge, but it requires action points. So if you're playing sloppy, like you end up spending a lot and not being able to dodge or certain animations can't be canceled with a dodge, but you can cancel most animations with a parry, but the parry is like the timing on it is like a probably like a two or three frame window at max, something that's a really, really tight parry, but has like huge advantages to parrying. If you parry, um, it, it, uh, drops the enemy's armor and stuns them. Um, okay. So, just in general, like the overall combat of it is very, very tight. One of the. Uh, I, I should not say that there are also two kind of major elements of it that are not found uh, within other roguelikes. The two things that I would say makes it unique, other than, of course, uh, that kind of darkest dungeony, um, heavy blacks and outlined uh, look uh, with the Mayan temple combination, is uh, their. Is a uh, f- uh, a light mechanic. There's like a torch that you have. You you always have access to a torch. Um, usually you have like a main hand, off hand, and a two hand weapon. Like you can have you can have up to three weapons at once. Um, and uh, you also have a torch. And if you you can light uh, torches on the walls. And in and in combat rooms, usually like they're blacked out, and then you can light torches. Uh, and if you In the darkness, I think you take more damage, but also one of the most important things is that you just physically cannot see traps. So there's a lot of these traps. There's a lot of, like, uh, spike pits and... Po- like these like poison dart things from the walls and you won't be able to uh, see any of
1: annoying them. like is is that annoying or is that no, i mean it's it makes it, it
0: there i wouldn't say that i necessarily like find it annoying if you're playing well enough you could actually probably dodge the sound and uh and if you if you're if a trap is going off it'll become visible just like the second before uh it goes off so you do have like a a a slight uh uh, window to 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 just dodge it without having seen it but the main idea is that you should be like lighting these torches and being able to see and then if you're walking around from room to room that's where a lot of traps are and that you should have your your torch out where they kind of like uh throw a lot of wrenches into it is the next mechanic which is um this curse corruption mechanic so uh on the every time that you get hit with enemies you it raises a corruption uh, every time you enter a new room, you get more corrupted, and uh, whenever you get to choose, like, an upgrade, like, very similar to a lot of other ro- Roguelikes, uh, you'll, you'll, you actually, it's, it's, it's reminds me a lot of uh, Slay the Spire, how they did this, where you have a branching path through the room to, uh, through the, 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 to the next boss. And um, you could see far in advance, like, okay, so uh, if I take this route, I'll go weapon, uh, there's a healing room, and then from there it'll split into a a gold room that'll give me more gold, or a room where I can get a relic, which is, like, a passive and, like, armor and stuff like that. So that's kind of how what you're doing between the rooms is uh, deciding which room, which branching path you want to take. And within the the rooms, you'll be getting uh, gold. That's, like, your resource to spend within the run and... If you can't spend gold, you can buy anything you want with corruption. So, okay. what, what corruption is? Like I said, whenever you get hit, and whenever you enter a new room, and you can use it as a resource if you can't spend the gold, is that once you hit a uh, a 100 corruption, you get a new curse. And the curses are probably one of the more interesting things. They're uh, they're usually a negative and a positive at the same time. So
1: okay.
0: so one boring example of it is like. Uh, Whenever gold drops, it's more gold that drops, but it disappears after three seconds. Um, uh, One of the ones, and then there's a lot of curses having to do with the torches and the light mechanic, which is another, which is kind of an interesting thing that they play off of. There's one curse that was like, um, uh, whenever you are in darkness, you do 30% more damage. Um, And there's another curse that's like, uh whenever you get hit uh all the torches in the room go out uh so so like th- that is something that's interesting and the curses get more elaborate as they go and then once you get like there's like a final curse like a sixth curse or something like that that is a that is a different pool of curses that is like in- extremely detrimental usually i think i had gotten to one one time and it was like uh your health is always ticking down so um it it's 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 a really cool game uh it, it is very much a known quantity but the uh aesthetic kind of makes it unique the the torch mechanic kind of makes it unique there's something like i don't know very deliberate about it it reminds me uh, you know everything is is dark souls or a roguelite but how about a dark souls roguelite like it very much it kind of reminds me of the deliberate nature of dark souls uh where you' you're gonna be walking around and like lighting torches and uh, slowly walking through concerned for getting hit by traps, and then you get into fights where uh the game wants to punish you for being greedy um, and that like you're you are you you got that invincible dodge roll and like a tight timing parry window. I felt like the other than that, uh it's been fun to unlock some of the things. uh I have the
1: variety. The variety
0: uh, of of like w- of of weapons from one and... run to another. So far, I, I mean, it, it's very dependent on what you're getting. I haven't been, like I said, I haven't been able to make a wild, wild synergy. Um, the the weapons feel very different. I guess there, there's there's uh, a lot of basic types types of weapons like there's that all have their own attack patterns. Um, but then as you're you're also getting currency to. Uh, put more weapons into the pool um, so I haven't been able to unlock a ton of the extra weapons and put them in the pool um, I, I do want to see where it's going I, I, I think that one of the cool things is that uh, the first couple runs aren't too bad because the game is trying to build you up to be able to take on, like, an incredible, unbelievable gauntlet. Like, the the first couple runs are kind of easy because there's basically three bosses. So think of, like, Slay the Spire, where there's three uh, floors, I think, and to beat the first run, you just need to beat the first whole floor. You beat the first boss, and you have to beat— uh, there's three bosses to choose from. I think you beat two of them, and then you unlock access to the next boss. And if you go to the next, the, the next tier of bosses— it's more similar to say Aspire, where you'll have to fight a boss on, uh, you'll have to fight the 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 end boss you fought in the begin in the middle, and then do like different huge floors. But that makes it more difficult to juggle that corruption mechanic, where um, like you want to buy these things, uh, you want to always be able to like get a new weapon or an upgrade on every floor. But if you aren't, if you don't have the gold, you really are, you know, juggling that being more and more corrupted to the point of getting a, a curse that is going to make it so that you definitely won't be able to make it through the rest of the game. So that's kind of, yeah. So that's kind of the main thing that you're, you're kind of doing is like juggling, like how much Do you recommend it. I really do. It's, it's, there's something about it. There's, there is something a little bit special about it, about, about just like how good I find the combat. I could imagine people bouncing off of it, just being like, well, you know, I played Hades. Like Hades is the easiest recommendation. And this is more like like you're you're looking for another roguelite. There is nothing in the way of story, um, sure. So like you won't find that there. But I do find like the the overall like unlocking things pretty interesting, and that the the combat is just like and and a lot of like the areas, seeing the new areas, the new enemies has been kind of a cool draw for me. Um, there's also like a cool uh, uh, weekly mechanic where. There's three event uh, runs per week that kind of refresh over time. And the event runs have uh, some cool stipulations that are like very heavily stipulated before you start the run. I started one with a uh, one of the most strongest like bows in the game, but you're not allowed to pick up any weapons. You can only use this bow. And every time you fire the bow, you get one corruption. So, mm. So it became this huge thing of like, I will just slowly, no matter what, be getting more and more corrupted. So you have to like aim well and really make sure you don't get hit by enemies because it's this constant ticking thing of like every time you fire the bow, you're going to get corrupted. If you miss, you're you're still going to get more corrupted. So uh, that, that was a pretty cool one. There was one where it was called the Dark Soul, and uh, the torch was a negative torch that uh, delit all torches, and you were extremely strong in the darkness, so you just kept wanting to delight all the torches how far into
1: the game have you gotten so far
0: um up to the uh i beat one of the tier two bosses and i think i beat all three of the tier one bosses i believe and i've done a couple of the events um so i have more to i have more to go but 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 lately definitely uh loop hero has been has really caught my attention yeah what have you been playing some
1: there are some games I know that that uh, always have your attention. Uh, we'll get to those later. I've I've been playing a couple of different games, uh, so I have been playing Loop Hero. Have you have you seen this one? Have you heard of this one? Uh, but other than seen. that, <laughs> but other than that, I've been uh, still going through uh, Persona Five Strikers, which I think I talked a little bit about. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I, I do feel this thing of like the gameplay isn't pulling me forward as much as the story is where I, I really just want to see what happens. And, and for the first few dungeons, I found the story to be pretty uh, formulaic of, like, there, there is an exact set of things that happen when you go to a dungeon of, like, you're you're entering into these dungeons, and then there are these three different uh, towers that you have to find in the dungeon. And you these are essentially what created uh, the monarchs, right? So there are these monarchs. Essentially, every... Similar to Persona 5, all of these dungeons are sort of ruled by one person. Okay, and so it's
0: not all to do with the one J pop lady. No. Okay.
1: Uh, but so all these dungeons are ruled by this one person. So the first one is this uh, uh, J pop star who, like, people are obsessing over, and she's essentially using uh, the power of the metaverse to manipulate people into liking her too much. Um, So you're going in there and you're finding these three towers and these three towers are objects of power. So one of them is like the clothing that she designs. One of them is like her uh, the first magazine that she was featured. And one of them was like her first platinum album. Uh, So these are like her objects of power. Uh, But what you go on to find then is that the monarchs of the jail are also prisoners of the jail. So what you're doing is you are finding uh, these, they're called trauma cells, and they're essentially what made these people distorted. Uh, so for her, it was the way that she was like uh, treated and like harassed in high school uh, made her want to become this person. Uh, and this sort of formula of like, you're finding these objects of power, and then you're finding like the trauma cell, and then you're confronting the boss. That's how it was going for the first three dungeons. So I, I thought that it was going to keep going that way, uh, but then there's a, a pretty dramatic shift in in the way that things start to roll out once you get to the fourth area, and, and so that has sort of been propelling me forward. Um, I, I I will say that I, I find the like uh, I, I'm I'm missing the the relationships and like all the social stuff from personas and and like the the thing that i love about persona is just like the relationship between those two systems right how you're building up your confidants and those are increasing your powers uh with those personas so so this kind of feels like persona light where you don't have those confidants you you do still have the persona fusion and everything like that uh but there are less overall personas that you're that you're like dealing with and because they're not like empowered by like the different star signs of like oh this is an emperor one and i've been building on my emperor so this is going to be like more powerful for me so i'll choose this one with those mechanics gone it's a little less interesting i I would say um but i'm still propelled forward by the story but at the same time uh doesn't have my attention the way that i think a a mainline persona would
0: that's unfortunate i mean It's not going to be, I guess it was never going to be the same thing. And it's cool to see them like trying different things with the same characters. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what persona is to me is like the day-to-day stuff. It's everything. It's the day-to-day stuff. It's the, um, having to study, uh, eating a big bang burger to get more charm. There's a lot of food, this game, because the
1: idea of that this is like a, this is a road trip. So they're going to all of these different places in uh, Japan and just sampling, like, the local delicacies. So, so so, a lot of the game is just the characters talking about the food. That's, uh, that, which, that's I'm sure wh- you can get into can it. I know that that me. has
0: been difficult. That has been a challenge for you.
1: Because then I just crave that food. You can't get a lot of those kind of foods. I... In Brooklyn, you can.
0: and Yeah, I mean, I, I've i been looking. I've been really uh, fiending for uh curry katsu um oh uh, you can get that out. chicken here. a chicken cutlet that is curry with uh curried with um with rice underneath and i cannot get that anywhere near me
1: no oh, definitely in this area um that's not the only jrpg i've been playing so you know i always like what to have a, a, a switch game in the back pocket so right now that's bravely default too um absolutely gorgeous um i i remember hearing some complaints when this game first uh, demoed of people not liking the art style. I, I wasn't, I, I didn't see those. I'm not familiar with it, but I can say that right now I, I think the game is absolutely gorgeous. Um, uh, one thing that I would urge you to do, I don't know if I already mentioned this on the podcast, I don't think so, uh, but the way the towns are built is uh, they don't have a mini map. Instead, what it is, is you press the map button and it zooms out. And it like shows you the whole town and the towns are like paintings. Yeah. That I remember that from the original through. too. Uh, and they're so beautiful. Uh, but other than that, I mean, this is straight up bravely default. It's got, uh, you are a, a sailor who washed up on the shore of this land. And Did you have memory. By, uh, yeah. You lost, you probably lost your memory and you are uh, found by this princess and her handler. Who is, uh, you know, they save you, and then um, uh, they are guardians of of a crystal, and it's one of the four crystals that controls the elements. But the crystals are in peril, so they're going to save, like they're going to find and save the crystals to save the world. You've you've heard this story, on, Am I right? When, uh, but 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 the game plays good. Uh, it is bravely defaults. Uh, so I'm braving, I'm defaulting, I'm unlocking new classes. And, and yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm digging that. I dig all that stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, the, the classes were definitely one of the major things that kind of got me through. Um, and I do think that at least I, I I always, like, in theory, not in practice, I guess, braving default, for uh, having that braving default system. Like, I do really like the way that it... it uh, Helps along uh, make the combat uh, more unique than just picking you know the same like attack over and over again. Um, I like that. I th- if I remember correctly, also Brave the Default has some of the the what I think should be standard in every JRPG um, uh, a uh, enemy timer kind of what it was like a like the enemy frequency timer. Like you could turn random battles completely all the way down or um be kind of like infrequent or you can make them just be like you're trying to farm like you want to get into fights you could turn it all the way completely up and then just every step you take is another enemy if i remember correctly bravely default did that right
1: yeah um and that is something that i think unlocks a little bit later on at the start you don't have that i i don't remember if this was in the original bravely default but in this one uh the monsters are visible uh, oh are no, no i don't think that they were
0: I, I want to say that they weren't, but so
1: in this one there are no random encounters. Okay. Uh The monsters are, are visible, so you just see them, and if you want to avoid them, you just uh, walk away from them. And one thing that's kind of cool is that once you get to um, uh, a level that like outpaces the monsters, they start to run away from you. Like they they start to get scared of you in the overworld. Interesting. Um. So so that's pretty cool but but yeah I mean I don't have anything like shocking to say about it like I think that the design of it is beautiful. I'm still pretty early on because I typically only play switch games like in bed at the end of the day so I, I haven't put too much time into it maybe five hours I be like um I'm in the second dungeon right now I've unlocked I, I think I have access to four classes right now not not a crazy amount
0: yeah I, I did I, and then that, that was the other thing is is a lot of cool different classes and. There's a, there's certainly a time I I can imagine people who who love uh, JRPGs I'm sure Bravely Default is uh, is phenomenal for for that crowd at least for for giving you a lot of choices in combat and um, giving you access to all these different uh, classes and it was fun to see how the different characters looked in the different class outfits oh yeah that, I think that that's was so that's fun. always a really neat element
1: the music is good you know it's 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 cozy you know you know what you're getting. Uh, so I dig it for that. So, um, those are the games I've been gaming that's, you know, I, I'm playing a lot of different games and I, I want to get back to Neo at some point. That's, that's yeah, been I fell love a, Neo a little bit and it's not because I dislike Neo. It's just that there's too many video games and that's always my problem.
0: Yeah. That and like Neo is still so much of a known quantity, like, uh uh I, I the the story is anti-fun for me i i, I hate the story the story in Neo. i forgot how, many, how much we talked about that part of neo but uh i i hate this this the character that wears like that yellow uh shirt i hate that character so much um they're like a comic relief character but i find them to be to go the other way and just be like so generic and awful um And, uh, so there's nothing, so story-wise, I'm not even someone who skips cutscenes, but I, I was skipping all the cutscenes in Neo. Like, I just couldn't watch it. It was it was annoying to see cutscenes rather than just like, oh, this is generic. It was like, actually, I just don't want to watch this at all. Um, and then for the, uh, combat, uh, like I, I was, I was liking stuff and I, I was definitely starting to switch between weapons more the last time I was playing it. Um, but. Still fighting a lot of the same enemies. And uh, uh, once you go to like a new area, usually every chapter, like that's kind of the area that they'll use. So you end up uh, being in that, that same kind of area a lot. But I yeah. do want to go back. I was I was watching um friend of the show, Ryan Galway. Thank you, Ryan Galway and Bumper. We use the intro and outro music. You can get it off the new album, Pop Songs 2020. You can find them at the YouTube where you can get links to all their merch. I'm not wearing their shirt right now, but I have their shirt. Um, I know you do uh he i was watching him play he was screen sharing and he was on some like insane it it was like a hour long his
1: fourth loop i think he's on
0: new game plus 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 he is a loop hero they change they change he is a loop hero and he was so he yeah he's on like his like new game plus 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 and he's he was like fighting this this hour long boss gauntlet He's like, yeah, this is the first time I've seen this this uh fight, and and he didn't even know like what would be at the end of it, and he was being surprised by like, all right, now it's this boss, and now so I was seeing all these insane bosses, and he was playing in like a like he took that game, and it's in like he's on like forums for it. it, like it's it's insane, like he he uh moves around way faster than normal because he's animation canceling the dash, so it's like you can, um dash and then hit uh the stance and then sheath weapon and it like cancels the animation for the dash so he's constantly like doing like you know left a dashing and then uh quickly inputting sheath to cancel the animation for the dash to the end of the dash so the dash sounds like a lot I know it is a lot. Like he's but I mean he's playing it at like what would I guess be in the realm of neo like a professional level. Like I could I could I'll be even, I could literally yeah he is playing like I like neo it has gone past the point of like if see if I if I beat neo if I beat the first full run and was told to go into new game plus I would probably say no. I'd probably be like thank you but I've got enough games and I'm happy that I rolled credits on this one i'm gonna go elsewhere um but he has taken it to the point of like he's playing it right now like he's playing like it, it is like his single player kind of valorant it's that that infinite chase of like he's gonna keep trying to get better at this game i don't know why i for me the thought of ever speed running a video game is so far out of my mind because it would require so much intense playing of the game over and over again to the point of like being a perfectionist for sometimes multiple hours in a row like you know frame perfect tricks and shit all all the time and i almost like i'm just like i just don't understand where that comes from like why it's an incredible thing for me because i loved watching speedruns, but i don't but for myself i could never even like it's not even the thing that i you know, you know, like sometimes you, you play Valorant or you play League and you like dream of like, but what if I were a pro? You know, thinking of my, I'm making a big play on the LCS. They're like, oh my God, it's, it's Resh. That's my screen name for a lot of these very games. Um, doing, he, I, I can't believe it. It's a, it's another ace. That's two aces in one game. He's doing it again or he's defusing the bomb. It's a second left. He just did a, he just got a 5K reverse ace and and stuff like that where, I, where it's just like, if I could, you know, if I was young, maybe I would have done these kind maybe i would have tried to like really push to like play every second of valorant and be, be amazing at it um but but for for him it's like why doesn't he just do it why doesn't he just try and speed run neo and like legit get on like adgq if he's if he's getting down to the point where he's reading all these forums and like animation canceling a dash and doing all this this extra extra shit i, I feel like he could do it
1: he could he maybe could but uh i i'm sure there are people with thousands of hours in neo and he's still in the hundreds right but maybe also imagine a neo speed run. that would be uh that would be visceral <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. that's wild i do yeah i do want i keep wanting to get back into it i've i've i've, I've have gotten back into persona recently and persona I, have uh, you been I've, anything to say on that end um completely finished the futaba i think i thought that there was things near the end of the futaba palace that were kind of new but maybe not um and uh i'm done with that and i'm waiting for the next kind of major thing like i think the last thing that i i did was uh futaba kind of like woke up out of her stupor and helped fight against this like hacker group and i'm waiting to see the next dungeon i forget the next i think the next dungeon is the haru dungeon Hmm. if i remember correctly but
1: yeah i think you already did makoto right
0: yeah makoto is pretty early on
1: okay yeah she's after yusuke there's the
0: ryuji one the, the yusuke one no the first one is uh, you get Ryuji. Answer. The second one you get Anne. No, you get Anne in the first one. I guess so, right? You get... Yeah, you start
1: with Ryuji and Mona,
0: and then you get Anne throughout the during before you finish the Kamoshita yeah. dungeon. That's okay, right. yeah, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, Makoto's is pretty early on. Uh, th- the yeah, then the second one is Matarame, and then the third one is Makoto, is the uh the the gangster guy. So yeah, the I've been playing a little bit of that
1: cool yeah it's good that you're keeping up with that uh you probably don't have time for bravely default then
0: i know thank god it almost it justifies me not playing that game and not having to go through that sure enough uh, we have been playing uh we've been playing a lot of league and valorant as we do um and i as i i've been i had a what oh, feels like a really rough week for valorant like i just have not been playing well i there's the weekend's many it's not cer- over right what the weekend's not over i guess not but it's it's frustrating to me because a lot especially a lot of times on my 3 day weekend for whatever reason I stumble a lot and am not good. I I had a uh yesterday we were playing and I just had a full blown uh just fucking horrible moment where uh we were I think we were I forget if we were doing well in this game at all. I think we were it, it was like a Haven game and I can't tell I forget I remember if this is the one where we were just getting I don't know our half the games in. were Haven it really was like I don't even understand why that's the thing I would rather half the games be like split or bind or something like that um but uh it, like it was already around a where I'm just like damn I'm just like I'm not shooting at anything right I don't get it i I, I don't get why <laughs> this this is a this is the weekly segment of the fucking podcast where I always say I don't understand where consistency comes from like I just don't understand it I don't understand how to get more consistent um I maybe it's like, the fact that I work, uh, like, I, I I, have big swaths of time where I don't play at all. Like, I have a three-day weekend where I don't play, and I have two days in a row every, like, week where I don't play um, that keeps me from being consistent, whatever. So I, I'm, like thinking about and maybe this is why i'm thinking about like damn i'm like not miss i'm like missing a lot of these fucking shots and i got a I finally got a, a phantom for one of the rounds the the there's an enemy brimstone where i i don't know why i knew that like i think i was playing sky and i i i was wolfing in uh to the the a lobby and the brimstone kind of like shot at me. And the last second I saw that he was turning down a long. So I I go down a short, I'm looking down a long and I see the brimstone fully with his back to me. So I try and aim at the head and just miss a ton of shots. And then like fully don't, I'm not hitting him. He turns around and then he doesn't even like, he doesn't like hit me or anything like quickly. Like he like, I think he hit me like four times in the body with like a vandal. So it wasn't even like a quick and he was spraying so he like missed a bunch of bullets too and even then like it was like i had someone's back to me and i almost missed 30 rounds of phantom and that was to me it was a moment of just like why why i've been playing this game for so long like this is this is like i don't even know what the equivalent of that would be like with uh like maybe it would be like uh in league if i just died in the jungle and was just like what, how i've played this character I've played this exact character multiple times and I've jungled tons of times and I should know if I'm going to die in the jungle and yet somehow it happened. I died in the jungle like ha- this is like such a dumb incredibly stupid thing. I don't under- like it's Yeah. I don't get it. With then at the same time my league has been like I got um an S rank in like almost every game I played last night. Really makes you wonder. Maybe you're just uh, too old for for Valorant. Maybe I'm right? too old for Valorant. I just don't get it. I, I like, <laughs> and, and it was like I, for a while I, I was doing like I haven't. I stopped kind of. I fell off of the aim trainers because they weren't making me good. I guess like that's a that's a defeatist attitude because it's like you you can't say um, I'm gonna practice. I'm not gonna practice these uh, drum uh, rudiments because they're not making me good yet. Like no, you, you if you want to get good, like you don't stop practicing um but i did i did feel like there was a tenuous translation from aim lab over to valorant and that one of my biggest problems in valorant that i just cannot get over is like some of it is just confidence is like uh again is like if you if i'm if, if i'm having a bad day and i'm noticing that the shots are bad i think like there's this whole different circuit of my brain that's activated where i see an enemy and i'm and like i think the maybe at a core level my initial thought is like i'm not going to be able to do this and maybe like that's what leads to like instead of just feeling like i can snap to a head it's going to be like oh i'm going to miss all these shots or you get like scared of enemies and like jump scare when they swing a corner or something like that that's like that's not good you shouldn't be jump scaring like you need to be ready to go this is nothing. Nothing of none of this is new. I'm sorry for this. Uh, a, a a new character did come out in Valorant though, and it is a new, is a new act. I I think that uh, the new character is the best that they've released so far. To the point that it uh, somewhat makes me think about the other characters designs a little bit. Like like what ha- like if this is what they're capable of. It's like the new character's kit is so interesting and synergistic that yeah. That um, it, it it really is like this whole fr- like a from like a an aesthetic to like every the way that all the abilities work it is such a high point in cl- in a like hero design and th- this is, the new character is Astra and she is a new smoke character which is something that uh, the game desperately needed because up until uh, her there was really only two smoke characters and then there's one smoke character that gets that sees a lot of high level play. So most pros just play Omen, um, and no, and even like nerfs and buffs to a uh, uh, nerfs to Omen and buffs to Brimstone, the other smoke character, have not necessarily put them on even footing. But, but we are
1: seeing some Brimstone uh, in the latest tournament. But yeah, Astra definitely a welcome addition as a as a third option. Um, so, so the thing that I find interesting about Astra is Well, tell know, me the kit.
0: When... What's the, what's this kit?
1: What? Tell me the kit. Um, the it? thing that I find interesting about Astra is that Astra is very flexible. And what it reminds me of is when Sky came out and Sky wasn't offering anything fully new, right? Sky had a a pretty good flash, uh, a stun, and then a heal. So they had elements of several characters' kits where they had elements of like a breach or a sova with information. They had, you know, elements of sage uh, with the healing. And then you had characters like Yoru, where Yoru is kind yeah. of a brand new concept. Uh, Astra is more on the sky end of things, where they're actually offering a combination of other character abilities and, and mixing it together in a way that uh, allows you to synergize really well with these other characters, uh, because she essentially is is putting down these Stars on the field. So she goes into an astral form, and then she can, you know, fly around in astral form and place these stars anywhere across the map globally. And then all of her abilities are working with these stars, where she's either turning them into a smoke, uh, she's turning them into like a concussion, or she is turning them into like a black hole, which sucks people toward the center of it and makes them vulnerable to extra damage. Uh, so those are her main abilities. Her ultimate is an ability which creates a wall that fully blocks sound, and it blocks bullets. So pretty pretty neat character. Somewhat unique in the ultimate, but a lot of these other abilities are offered from other characters. Uh, but it's kind of cool because the way that her abilities are not just smokes means that, that you could combine her with a brimstone or an omen. I, I don't know why you would but but you can if you really feel like you need eight smokes or something like that. Um, but but it's neat because like she can be used for her secondary abilities as well her stun or or like her ability really to control or deter people from standing in these default areas and and one of the reasons why I think she is so important and meaningful to the game, it is just that I th- I think she's going to change uh, the way that people play off angles Be- because the enemies can see her stars, but th- but they can't remove them. They can't do anything about them. So so they kind of create this deterrence of hey, maybe you don't want to stand here because it could turn into a stun or a or a black hole, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I think that because of that, she's actually creating. Uh, some interesting gameplay scenarios um, that, that you know we haven't really considered before, and I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I really do like uh, that t- that style of design. Like, I I think we we've always known that a lot of characters are going to have flashes or smokes. That's the reality of it. Like, they can do you know new and interesting things that haven't necessarily been done a lot in especially especially in a CS:GO. Like like there's no teleporting in CS:GO, but they can do those kind of things. But you're always going to need to keep adding characters that smoke or flash or stun and do these kind of things in different ways. Um, that's not surprising, but it is cool to be doing it in a completely different way. It is cool that she like places these resources down globally and gets to decide what they are. And I, and I do really love that, uh, she can make them into whatever. I could imagine her, you said like you could, You why would you, you know, you could, but why would you kind of put her with another smoke? I could imagine her going with Brimstone, getting all the positive things in Brimstone of being able to instantly smoke off a site because his all drop at once, which is supposed to be his advantage, but he doesn't get any else throughout the round. So you get that initial push in, but then you don't get further smokes uh, throughout the round, which has usually been the thing that has made people want to play Omen because Omen continually get smokes over time so and he gets to place them really far away so um i could see her being used in conjunction with that and just being used a lot as combos like it you you know kind of where you're at it's it's kind of cool that like you could really methodically play this character with a team by making sure that every angle is at an enemy disadvantage like you could you could you put the flares around all the places on the site that enemies kind of hide at and then that before you peak that angle, you stun it or, or, or gravity well and suck everyone in, um, and then peak that angle and it's, and it's at an enemy disadvantage. Like, I think it's pretty cool that she could do that, like make people feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah. it's, it's been, fe- it's been like really fun just to use her kit in general. Um, I, I think that like, she's a, a huge addition to the game. Uh, it's like you said, it's also kind of, she's somewhat fun to play against, Like, you see these flares being smoked. uh, I haven't played
1: against her. Not one's playing this character.
0: I wonder why. I wonder, like, so I would, I I, I am really interested to see. So I was watching pro scene, uh, a lot of streamers are high level players. There is an Astra on both teams. Like, she is, I don't know if it's a flavor of the week thing, but I think, but I see for the most part that um, high level uh, ladder players are uh picking her up over omen and brimstone right now and i I, again i don't know if that's a flavor of the week thing but
1: pros fell off of yoru almost instantly like they played him for a day and they were like this character is garbage um it's cool to see that's not the case with astra and i think that any character who has a smoke that can be placed globally uh, is going to be relevant to the meta right
0: yeah <laughs> it, I could it's kind of funny to
1: talk about that kind of thing because we're so early on in the life of valorant and there are still uh so few characters actually available
0: yeah i could i i really could see her being a strong character in the lifespan of valorant just for some of the core things that her kit does that like at, at a core level she's able to have two smokes at once And she's able to place them down globally, which no one can do. Like even Omen cannot place down completely globally. He can play like semi globally, but but and really far away, but uh, not exactly globally. Um, So I imagine that being a strong element to her kit uh, forever. And I don't know if they'll have to tweak the number of stars at some point, but five is a lot. Uh, You get a lot of choices with like. I mean,
1: if if this character ends up being too strong, I think that what would happen with this character. Is they would change the arming time on the stars, okay. so where you place them, and you would have to wait a little longer to activate them. Be- that is a good now idea. You actually do have the ability of like, oh, I, I see someone over there. I'm going to quickly uh, just stun them. You yeah, it's it's a little so, it's, a li-
0: it's a, it, it does require a little bit more. Like um, it is it is like you have to go into this astral form where you're extremely susceptible. Um, you actually can't really hear much while you're in the astral form. So if enemies, an enemy like I got stabbed to death one time where an enemy st- stabbed me three times while I was in astral form because I didn't hear anything. I didn't know that was happening, but, uh, uh, so, so you are vulnerable in that sense, but, uh, and you need the, uh, resource to be able to do it and the enemy, you know, ha- would have time to move or react to the star being placed down. But given all those things, sometimes the enemy would stay and take that duel and then be on the, the wrong side of it. Uh, It's a really cool kit, though. She's a really cool character. I I am really, I'm really excited that they just, at least there is more options in that smoke uh, controller kind of realm, and she has been really fun. I feel like her addition to the game has made us play a little bit more uh, with comms and a little bit more vocally. Um, I really like playing her, and uh, if we're defaulting, like putting um, uh, stars at contact points, at like traditional contact points, and then um waiting for like a call out of like, all right, you're in place, like do you want me to, to, to gravity well right now and then you'll peak it, even though I'm like not even anywhere near them on the map. I think that kind of stuff, like that ability to be a global presence with her, has made it so that you you ha- you get more value out of comms, which is just like helping us out more for I think for the rest of our, our game. Like it, it, hopefully we can maintain that outside of her. Like I I would want to see more Stuff uh, that we're playing that is more of that like Korean play style, like heavy ability use combinations. So it was really it's really fun to watch Koreans play at a pro level because uh, you see a lot of this like uh, jet breach, and they'll go on one site and uh, go to like where the co- the first initial contact point would be, and then uh, breach flash, jet dash way far out, and then breach flash again further uh, at another point that is further down. like the next contact point so that like jet has covered like so much ground incredibly safely and has like a free kill or whatever is like lined up for her so it's like it's like multiple combinations of abilities and um i feel like she's a character that really fits in well with that 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 we'll see like really cool crazy uh ability combos and wombo kind of stuff
1: making that work is really uh, exciting i still think that i have like um problems with my mental game in in valorant because i i think that you know you you mentioned the fact that we've been playing this game for x amount of time yeah uh, and, and some things haven't changed and, and i and i actually feel that with our with our group and, and it kind of like does like frustrate me a little bit oh yeah i find i i get more upset playing valorant just than i do other games and i and it's 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 just hard to talk about, but I almost you know expect us to be better at this point. But it still feels like a lot of the time uh, people are standing in lobby and they are not really using their abilities and they're not really like doing much of anything. Yeah. And and, and that can be rough because as we are playing, you know, we're winning. I we I think we are uh, going up against more uh, challenging opponents, even in unrated. Like on average, our opponents now are smarter. They're doing better things uh we're regularly impressed uh with the types of things that we're seeing um and 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 sometimes i just think that like in, in terms of our synergies we're just not keeping up and uh oh yeah most definitely i think one of well, the
0: areas that we are that we struggle the most at that is like i don't know how to like teach this or and i fail at it too uh like sometimes uh, of like we're all looking at one angle and it's like five people are looking at like like uh, the, like the, i feel like the this always happens at like ascent b of like the enemy has thrown grenades in and a sova dart and you're you're playing terrorist side so you're you're kind of standing out cuz you're waiting for the opportunity a lot of these abilities have come through and you're afraid of moving into uh, b main and then while that happens like someone like an enemy wide swings courtyard and gets like a th- like 3 kills and then it's like what the fuck we five people were looking at the entrance to be, like, at, like, the B main entrance, like, but how did that, how did that happen? Like, if, if you're someone standing in the back, and you saw three other people looking at the same entrance, like, shouldn't it be an immediate, shouldn't it be, like, an obvious thought of, like, I will hold courtyard, and then someone else sees and, like, is, like, okay, they're holding courtyard, I will hold, uh, like, our, our spawn, in case, like, it's been long enough that they could have started flanking. you know, like, you'd think that this would happen automatically. And
1: it's also the reason why I tell everyone all the time just play default because then at least it spreads people out enough to where, like, they're all looking at different places. Uh, so we're at least taking more of, of the map away. Uh, and I and I think that that's important because I, I agree with you because otherwise. But, but that's also the thing of, like, you know, people just want to have fun. And, and I feel like I'm ruining that fun by just wanting to win so hard. Uh and and it's not a problem that i run into actually when i when i play league of legends um and I, and i don't know why that it, a part of it is just that there's less valor in, in terms of content so these scenarios have played out like we've played through these scenarios That's a good point. of like we're attacking on b they've been playing in this way and we know how it's going to play out and i i feel like i'm going crazy by like being, like not being surprised when enemies are doing the exact same things like all the time and sometimes i i'll call out exactly what's going to happen and nobody responds because i'll be like they're sent they're going to send four b main this round uh it's the last round of the half uh they're cheesy so they're all going to take odin's into b main
0: and... Well, th- 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 that ex- particular ex- example i think we won no we, no we maybe we lost that round but uh Oh, I was with you. I, I gravity welled that. Yeah. But, but I, I agree. I, I, I totally it, agree.
1: It, it does make it a little less fun for me. And in, and in league of legends, like it doesn't happen just because they there's almost more variables in league of legends. Well,
0: and there is, there, there is more variables. So
1: and I can win my lane in like league of legends and I can win my lane hard enough that it doesn't matter what other people did. Um, and, and obviously, like, the alternative is true of other people can lose their lane so badly that it doesn't matter what I did. Um, but in, in Valorant, uh, from the very start of the game, there really needs to be a cohesion. And, and that's not the case in League of Legends, where it starts out in, like, a laning phase, and you're kind of doing your own thing. Yeah. But in Valorant, from the very start, it's just all about the cohesion, and you can win your aim duels. And that will definitely set you ahead. As, and if you're playing default and you're winning your aim duels, then you're taking a big part of the map away from people. But but otherwise, it's like if you're all just rushing in like to one site over and over, then the amount of impact that you as a single player has uh, really is lessened. Because there is such a reliance on the smokers to put their smokes where they have to go and the flashers to do their thing because y- you can only win so many aim duels against people who are holding crosses and who are using their utility and all of that. Mm-hmm. And and I'm worried that, that, like... And one of the reasons why I have a hard time playing Valorant is that I worry that I'm making the game less fun by having the outlook that I have on it.
0: I, I disagree. I think that the times that the game has been most fun is, like, I, I want to... The, the times where, where you use abilities and set up a kill are, I think, more uh, fun and probably a little bit easier, really, in a lot of cases than just straight raw aim dueling all the time. Um, and I really like uh, uh, the, these like ability use combos and making it more about ability use rather than just playing CSGO. Uh, I do wish that we were a little better at comboing abilities. And I, I agree with you because I similarly am, am frustrated... Uh, When like uh, it it's it's as you said it it really sucks when like people you know want to have fun and I want to have fun or or you're like doing bad and you're just not realizing and you're not thinking about certain things and you're maybe like in your own headspace but it's like it's really a killer when. I am like, okay, let's you know, let's get out of uh, out of the mindset. We lost a bunch of rounds in a row. Well, uh, let's five push this one site. And I'm, I got flash. I'll flash in. I'll flash this angle and I'll flash this angle and just be behind me for it. And then I look and people are kind of behind me. I'm ready. Okay, I'm like, three, two, one. I'm flashing in. I flash. I run in a little bit. Flash. I I like take a contact point and I, maybe I lost my first duel or whatever and I'm dead. And then I look at the map and no one is now they've walked away from me and it's like why are you walk you're walking backwards into spawn after that like why yeah. that's the that to me is just like you're not my friend do the thing do the thing that i said like it's my, insane how my often my least
1: favorite thing is when you say a plan that you want to do and someone tells you like like that it won't work mm-hmm. i'm just like okay let's let's cross to like you're you're playing haven and you want to go a short And you're like, okay, let's go a short, uh, you know, so we're going to smoke a lobby and we're going to cross. And someone will be like, I did that the other round and they shot me through the smoke. And it's like,
0: all right, so let's just die.
1: And it's like, so then what do you want to do? Like,
0: yeah, I hate thinking that I hate thinking that before, because I've had to to I've had that exact thought of like, if we're that's the other thing that, that maybe more maybe a greater more frustrating thing or maybe what plays into all this is the mental game maybe it's like when your team is winning you can say like all right round start we're gonna go uh we we won the last four we're feeling great we're gonna we're gonna rush into garage i'm um, flash the first point smoke out the ba- the, the window like let's like we will have sky dog in clear the angles and do all the shit and like everyone just like, yeah, I'm feeling it. Let's, let, let's do it. But if we start losing, then just like, I, I can imagine that just that, that, that like overall feeling of like, we, you know, we tried that one round and it didn't go that well. And it's like, okay, so let's just die. Let's not win. Let's not try any plays. Let's just die.
1: Exactly. So you know how I've felt about like Valorant over the past few weeks. And I, and I, and that is pretty much like the driving factor for me. Uh, of of sort of why I've been feeling the way I've been feeling and like I hope that it gets better but I but I do feel like there are occasions where I'm making the game uh, less fun uh, for
0: other people I, I I have not felt like that but I do feel the only thing that really frustrates me more is just like uh, that kind of stuff of like we're losing and you just watch our uh, our game fall to the complete wayside like no one is no one is, wants to move in no one wants to run a play no one wants to uh try anything new everyone just kind of like secretly just like not maybe not they maybe they they don't really want it but the way that they're playing it out is like they're just gonna lose you know like it's yeah. like a foregone conclusion that it's like if you're if, if we're never gonna run a play and we're just terrified and we're we feel like we're losing all these duels like then maybe it is the right thing to do to forfeit i would rather kind of play it out and see what we if we could learn anything from it at all or start like there's been times where we lost most of the game. We've like, I've, I think we've had times where it's like three and nine or two and nine or something horrible and then flipped completely around. Like sometimes all it takes is that momentum, but
1: for sure. I mean, so I'll play more Valorant, you know, uh, it, it's just that I, I'm not feeling that things are changing in the way that's like making the game like more fun for me. I, I'm I'm playing decently, you know, I'm, I'm not getting worse, so that's good uh so we'll just see where it ends up uh and we've been playing league of legends that's the other game we've been playing um i don't know if, if there's anything you want to say on that it's still it's still league of legends i'm um, still finding new so and exciting characters i've been enjoying that game a lot
0: i've been i've been trying to play a bunch of different characters and a lot of their reworks are amazing i'm getting to like it's been such a delight to uh get these go through this kind of like recent past of league of like oh yeah they reworked Urgot, and get to play Urgot a lot that is a cool ass character um, that they really made, character. and uh, it's been fun. I've been actually, like, having more and more confidence in lanes and, like, winning horrendous matchups. Uh, yesterday, I got an S on Darius uh, against a Sivir. Wow. Uh, they, they purposely picked Sivir in the matchup. It is a fucking horrendous matchup. Like, are uh, we, we usually play... That must play...
1: have been after I was uh,
0: gone. It was after you were gone. We usually play with... Uh, uh, a newer league player on jungle and the Sivir in the first couple uh, minutes was just constantly like harassing me and pushing me to tower. And I was like, just so you know, this is like the worst match. This is maybe one of the most comically bad matchups that I could possibly imagine. If I walk near this, the only thing I can do is like the Sivir is faster than me and has range on me and can poke with Q. And the only thing I can do is try and grab her. And I can't because if I go near her, she'll know that I am going to try and use my E, uh, my my hook. So I have to get really close and use it. And if I get close enough, all she needs to do is spell shield and walk away. Uh, It's a horrible, horrible matchup. So I just kept saying, I was like, you know, I'm going to need help. And then, like, without any help, um, I I am slowly playing the lane. And I like top for this because top is not a lot of all inning as much. It's more like trades so you know you know you you know when you can take them or I it, it's like the one thing I really still struggle at is mid knowing when to all in because I don't understand mid lane power stress, power spikes as much um yeah. and then top lane I generally understand exactly like what both people are capable of and I'll just try and go in and uh like chip them down for like a quarter of their health and then walk out and be like I, I did everything I'm like I don't need anything more from this um so I was playing like really really carefully. Um, just every once in a while trying to like bait out a spell shield without eing and then try and get uh, a big like EWQ kind of combo. Um, so I'm doing this slowly. And then at one point the jungler kind of like low health comes in for a gank, um, their jungler, their jungler low, low, kind of, he, he has like, uh, it was like a Warwick who had, uh, like 50% of their health. And the Sivir uh, ha- also has 50% of their health. Like I've kind of won some of these trades and I'm getting back into the game. And my, and the other thing also is that like, I've been getting really good at farming in like horrendous, uh, countered lanes. Like I'm, I'm, I've been good at playing like set into Teemo cause I've had every time I played set, I've basically been against Teemo. Um, so I've been getting good at like just trying to last hit and survive and, uh, at the meantime the people i've been playing against don't last hit that well so it's like they're keeping me off the farm but i'm last hitting everything that gets to me and they're not last hitting so like the 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 the, the, the cs kind of washes out uh to the same kind of numbers so this is happening the, the warwick ganks and then i like killed the siver like the siver went hard and i ended up just killing her uh, and get like and it gets like a reset kind of like he, I like the the new Darius like fears if the if you get the execute and then got wow. the, the kill on the Warwick and then from then on it was like uh it was it was just I a, know
1: about that fear.
0: It was a blast to play that uh game. It works similarly to Urgot actually like if you, if you yeah. execute uh it fears in a in a in an AoE. Um so that that game got really fun uh after that where I just got to like go go ham wild with uh with Darius and just get to like get all these ridiculous that's always
1: always the dream and i and our our new players still haven't experienced that and i that's the moment that league really comes alive where it's like you've succeeded so well in the early game that you are rewarded with being a monster and it's not something that i think you get in any game that i've played besides league of legends obviously you could get that in dota but it's not something you find in other games of like both we'll see you, and they're actively afraid.
0: Yeah, when you're hyper, when it's yeah. like you're playing a hyper, even when you're not playing a hyper K, you're playing like because most of the uh, the tank, the way that itemization works in League is for better or worse. Um, everyone kind of gets damage. Uh, some kits don't work well with the damage, but the most uh, tanky uh, things are are actually more bruisery in in classical League, like like than, than they would be in classical League. You used to in in older League, you you every item. You would build as a tank was really more just like health, armor. Um, uh, maybe you'd have like a passive kind of shield or an active shield or something to like speed you up or something like that. But now a, a lot of the itemization favors uh, just bruisery kind of builds. So you either can end up being a lot of times like either a even if you if you're like doing really well on a character that isn't like a hyper carry, you can still kind of just get out of control, get too many levels, get too many items and still just be like this character should not be doing uh globaling people but it is yeah league has been fun
1: yeah excited to play more of that and i do hope that you know people on our group give it more of a try but it's hard to convince people that it is it's a tricky game to get into
0: was that it is that the games that's a lot of that's the james i don't know else for the three seven uh march 7th be with us gotta bring that one back
1: oh man do we (laughs) WTDG Podcast is what you've been listening to. It's online at WTDGpodcast.com uh, on Twitter at sign WTDG Podcast. And, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you could find this on Spotify. And by sometimes, I mean all the time. And, you know, you could follow it there even if you wanted to. That's not a bad idea.
0: Thank you, Ryan Galloway and Bumper, for the use of your music. We use the intro and outro. You can get it off the new album, Pop Songs 2020. You can find them on YouTube, where you can get links to all their merchandise. Can I Merchandismo. I don't know. Actually, I don't even know. you got to act fast. Um, mm. I have their shirt. I'm not wearing it, but I have their shirt.
1: That's nice. I don't have anyone to thank. I guess I'll thank you. Thank you, Ryan Kirby. Thank you, James. For the use of your likeness for this podcast.
0: For always being a steadfast friend. Through tough, yeah. through th- thick and thin,
1: thin and thick,
0: and that's it. That's juicy,
1: and that's the deal with Dave.